0: WWE is saddened to learn of the passing of Christopher Alan Pally's, known to the WWE Universe as the legendary King Kong Bundy. On the highway of life, I'm a Mack truck, and when you're a Mack truck, you don't need any road manners. A mountain of a man, Bundy's colossal size and strength helped him dominate his opponents as he stood toe-to-toe with some of the industry's biggest stars. Devastation himself, King Kong Bundy. He looks like a bus coming down a one-way street. Look at the power of this man. At his first WrestleMania, King Kong Bundy squashed Special Delivery Jones in an astounding nine seconds. A record which would stand for over 20 years.
1: History made here at WrestleMania.
0: Bundy's Leviathan power left audiences in awe and his opponents in agony. I love those words, run roughshod. What better could describe King Kong Bunny?
1: Look out, avalanche. Oh, oh, look out, the avalanche coming. There it is.
0: The three count was often not enough for Bundy to prove his dominance. When I beat a man, there ain't gonna be no three count. It's gonna be a five count. He wants a five count. He could have a 55 count. Bundy transcended sports and entertainment. Where are my Showing up on the big screen with the likes of Richard Pryor, and on the beloved television sitcom, Married with Children. Sure, kid. I do a lot of work on behalf of the stupid. <laughs> WWE sends their condolences to Bundy's family, friends, and fans.
2: Welcome to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk, powered by the GorillaPosition.com and a proud part of the Roar Network. And of course, we are also now presented by the HTM Podcast Network. And we're also sponsored by CollarDevilBrand.com, where you can get 10% off when you use our promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout. And also now we're in partnership with HypeCityVapers.com, where you can get 15% off all your e-juice for your vape by using promo code JKPODCAST. Of course, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at TB Talk Pod. As always, I am Big Joe.
3: I'm Carl Carafel.
2: All right. Another week has come and gone in the professional wrestling world, Carl, and we're on the road to WrestleMania, of course, but we've hit a bit of a sad, unfortunate roadblock on the way to WrestleMania. We lost a, a rather big name in the world of professional wrestling, Carl.
3: Not only a big name, but a big man in himself, one of the absolute legends from the 80s and early 90s. We were talking one of my favorites, King Kong Bundy, who not only was a professional wrestler, but uh, gave his talents in acting as well to you know, television shows like uh, Married with Children. And I went out there and got a little bit into the acting side of things as well. King Kong Bundy, unfortunately, has passed away. And, uh, I mean, it's just... It's one of those things. Unfortunately, life and death happens all the time. And, I mean, I can't say that we're not sad about it. Because we definitely are. But we understand that this stuff happens. And, uh, yeah, I'm glad that we have the... WWE Network to be mm. able to go back and relive some of the greatest moments of King Kong Bundy.
2: Well, one of my memories was when uh, we're, we're still in school, and of course, one of your favorite shows, Boy Meets World. I remember that happening and us coming to school, and you're like, dude, it was like uh, King Kong Bundy was on Boy Meets World, and it was like, it was, just, it was a cool moment to see, uh, you know, one uh, one of our favorite bad guys from back then being on one of your favorite TV shows.
3: I think you're a little mistaken there. It was Vader that was on Boy Meets World.
2: I'll have to to double check uh, my sources but I I'm pretty I, I believe that he was on there at some point.
3: Yeah, we'll have to double check that. I don't yeah. remember King Kong Bundy being on there. Mm. I know that Vader had quite the recurring that role
2: yeah.
3: on uh on mm-hmm. Boy Meets World, but uh notably uh, I remember King Kong Bundy in uh married with children.
2: children. Especially, yeah.
3: Um I believe it was only one episode that he was in. Mhm. But, uh, yeah, still lending his talents, at least, to a little bit of the television world, as well as many different television commercials he did. He did commercials for just about everything that you can think of. They're all out there. You can go onto YouTube, and you can look up King Kong Bundy in commercials, and you'll see there's a plethora of different commercials that the guy was in.
2: Yeah, and just he was one of those legitimate real big, tough guys from back in, uh, you know, the good old days of uh, wrestling when we were younger. And uh, I would say, you know, to the same stature as like an Andre the Giant or whatnot, but he, he, had, he had that real presence. So just, you went, oh, okay, whenever you see him on, whenever we saw him on the screen, we were just like, okay, <laughs> you know, you knew what to expect. And uh, he was just, he was going to, he was going to go there and kick some ass.
3: I mean, back in those days, the, there was always a difference. There was a difference between a big guy Mm-hmm. And there was a difference between the big guy, the big guy, the big guy. You're looking at, you know, like Andre the Giant and Big John Studd and those guys. They were the big guys, mm-hmm. right? And then you had the big guys who were like the Vaders and the King Kong Bundys of of that era, who were able to go out there wrestle and do aerial wrestling as well they got up onto the middle rope or onto up onto the top rope and they did these different moves uh using the ring ropes and the turnbuckles to their advantage Mm -hmm. as opposed to someone like you know under the giant or big john Studd and those names who were more just you know the inside the brute kind of wrestlers so it's uh it's unfortunate that you know but we've had many names come out of You know, watching someone like King Kong Bundy come up through the ranks. And, I mean, I'm talking names like uh, Kevin Owens right now. Um, You know, a big guy. You know, not as big as, you know, King Kong Bundy or or Vader are. But, I mean, uh, one of those big guys that comes in there and and gets up onto the top rope and does these, you know, big moves off of the ropes. And I'm sure that all of that is inspiration from... Bundy,
2: oh, yeah, for sure. You see inspiration, you know, across the professional wrestling world. Actually, before we hit the record but another big guy, of course, in Ring of Honor, maybe not quite as big as King on Bundy, but uh, PCO recently. Did, I mean, on, on top of these crazy moves that he does, even uh, like taking some of these moves, like he did, he got this, he got hip toss from the top rope. Onto to the apron where there was a chair, and then dumped on the floor, and then just like gets up, like almost sits up like Undertaker style, and then you know just it's like it didn't even phase him, you know. Just so you, you see, you know that that influence of the, you know, that that big tough guy across, and uh, you know I think we can definitely credit Ken Kong Bundy for that uh, uh, being the case. Definitely. So another big thing coming up soon in the professional wrestling world, and this one's a doozy, Carl. Very soon, one of the most popular, especially in Japan, but not just in Japan, across the professional world. He's getting to retire, and I'm talking about Jushin Thunder Liger, who has announced that at the next Wrestle Kingdom, he will be hanging it up.
3: Honestly, uh, it's going to sound really, really bad of me and, and maybe a little bit rude, but it's about time. Jushin <clears> Thunder <throat> Liger has been in the business for such a long time. And, I mean, he went from, you know, Japan to Mexico to WCW to a little stint in the WWE, mm-hmm. you know, back to, uh, you know, work in the indie scene all over the place. The guy has done absolutely everything that there is to do in the yep. world of professional wrestling. It's time. Go ahead, man. Retire. Live the rest of your life happy. You have gone out there and done what you love and made your money. Now go and retire to Mexico or retire to Florida, retire to Australia, wherever you want to go. Go find somewhere warm. Retire. Live the best life that you can now.
2: Yeah, you know, to make a bit of an experience comparison, you know, another guy like Undertaker just doesn't owe the wrestling business anything else. You know, he's had one of the most stellar careers of all time. But, uh, you know, t- to be fair, too, when you watch him in the ring now, uh, he hasn't really missed a, a step at all. Like He still no, he definitely, definitely hasn't. hasn't. Yeah.
3: Yeah, he has not missed a step at all. The guy still, to this day, can go with the best of them. It mm-hmm. uh, hasn't slowed down a bit. Yeah. I mean, the guy is just phenomenal in his work. Yeah. sad to see him go, definitely. I mean, because the guy is is such a... Uh, visual exciting experience to watch, but yeah, again, good for you, man. Take it, do it, retire
2: for sure. It's gonna be quite the retirement match. And, and having said that, now uh, Evan revealed my actual pick for this, but I'll put you on the spot a little bit here. And who do you want to see be his final opponent ever in the ring? Oh, uh, I it's a tough one, right.
3: Yeah, it's a very tough one. I mean, it's hard. Do you, do you want to find somebody from back, you know, back in the early 90s to go, you know, toe-to-toe with them? Like maybe mm-hmm. a Rey Mysterio or something like that? You know, a couple of couple of masked men going at it uh, again in, you know, his retirement match? Or do you want to see something like, um, you know, like a Jay White mm-hmm. or, you know, like uh, a Marty Skrull or, you know, like like a younger yeah, name? maybe come in and uh, do something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. You're really not finding very many masked superstars uh, in, anymore, in the mainstream at least, anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, going through and having somebody like Rey Mysterio, possibly, um, if WWE will allow it, I know that Rey Mysterio yeah. has, you know, a semi-contract with the WWE. Mm-hmm. So, it's it'll be interesting to see who... It is um, honestly. I hope that they let uh, Liger pick, and I hope that they just kind of are like, "This is your your match, man. Mm-hmm. You who do you want to wrestle? Who do you want your retirement match to be?" And I hope that they just allow him to say, "Yeah, I want this person. Make it happen."
2: If, if I had to pick, you know, and I think it's really gonna. Uh, hinge on, you know, how he wants to go and what type of match. If he wants to go in a, in a hard-hitting kind of style match against somebody in his own backyard, I, I'm going to say Minoru Suzuki. If he wants to have a hard-hitting, holy crap match for his last uh, one of his career, he can go that way. Or I think, you know, he's still, as far as I know, it will have the ability to compete in the New Japan Wrestling. If you want to rewind back to the WCW-ish days, you have Chris Jericho against Jushin Thunder Lager. That, that, that could be excellent as well.
3: Yeah, definitely could be.
2: It's something not not to uh, forget about this too, you know, very much like one of his uh, best friends in the business, Tiger Mask, who uh, of course is not the original one to don that, could we possibly see somebody else um, take on this character after he decides to go?
3: I hope not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we could I mean yeah that's something that you know throughout the the years happens like I mean Blue Demon right yeah Blue Demon Blue Demon Junior right you got all all these you know like you said Tiger Mask another one yep. um I, I I hope not I mean the legacy that this guy has has gone through and given us and and is leaving behind him I think it would spoil the legacy by having someone else. Don the Liger mask
2: uh, on the same wavelength. I think it would really be like having somebody replace the undertaker in that character. I think it's just one that you, it, it just, it stands alone. Yeah. You know, in history and it'll definitely go down as, you know, one of the best characters in Japanese professional wrestling. And of course, just in professional wrestling in general, I say I'm in agreement with you just, uh, Let Jushin Thinnerlegger be Jushin Thinnerlegger. Let him walk, uh, let him uh, fade away into the sunset. And I just think that anybody else, not to disrespect anybody else, but I don't think that you can quite match that.
3: No. No, I mean, nobody can hold a candle to that. I
2: don't think so.
3: Nobody, Nobody can hold anything. Nobody can don the mask quite like Jishin Thunder Liger
2: has. Absolutely. I agree. Well, something else happened uh, this week. Of course, uh, another one of these things, WWE coming on to uh, to Facebook, social media with the big announcement. It turned out that they announced the location for WrestleMania 36. And uh, I remember I kind of told you about this one. I actually made a little faux pas myself. I kind of misunderstood (laughs) the location. But uh, it turns out that WrestleMania 36 will be happening in Jacksonville, Florida, of all places.
3: Yes, it will be, and uh, yeah, I mean, why not? Florida's a beautiful state. They continue to do stuff down in the southern United States for WrestleManias, Um, I guess maybe because it's a little bit warmer, I don't know, but um, yeah, again, we're going to see WrestleMania down there. Um, The logo, have you seen that logo?
2: Yeah, very much the Tampa Bay Buccaneers logo, which I thought was uh, very interesting there.
3: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I'm not digging it. No. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's. It, I, I think it's very unoriginal. Yeah, um, WWE has always gone through and really given us a different little take on the WrestleMania logo itself. Um, but to now include like the stylization of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers logo mm-hmm. mixed in with the WrestleMania logo, I'm not digging it, and I. Th- think that they should never have
2: done that see uh, for me i was i'm very old school with the wrestlemania i always dug the roman numeral uh logo that they did i was always very fond of that you know not to take away from uh, some of the recent stuff but uh, that, that old school roman numeral boom wrestlemania thing always uh, got over well with me
3: yeah i was i was kind of thinking to myself and, and kind of going back and thinking when did this really change like when did the whole change from the Roman numerals come in? And and I, mm-hmm. I think I, I I I'm probably one hundred percent wrong on this, but I think it happened when WrestleMania went Hollywood.
2: I think you're right. I think it was twenty maybe twenty seven or twenty eight, or um, it, it could have been before then. But uh, it it was fairly recently that they and, and a lot of times now even uh, since WrestleMania thirty one they've even uh, you know not really included the number there. Just it's WrestleMania for this year.
3: Yeah, that's that's really all that they've been doing, right? Is they've just uh really just been putting the word WrestleMania there, putting the name WrestleMania and that that that's really yeah. about it, right? And it's uh Yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of sad, I think. I mean, I was I was very much so happy with uh with the Roman numeral system as well. Um I mean, it looks I'm kind of looking at uh, the Mania logos throughout the years here, and it uh, it looks like after 20, Mm -hmm. um, starting at 21, they just put 21.
2: Mm, That's right. They
3: didn't put, you know, like XX. um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't really say that either because they've really kind of mixed it up here. Like, I'm looking at the logos right now, right? WrestleMania 2000. Yes, I remember. Right. WrestleMania. That was two thousand. WrestleMania thirteen yep. was the number thirteen. It wasn't the Roman numeral thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um it looks like the Roman numerals stopped at twelve.
2: Yeah, essentially. Yeah.
3: And then they went to WrestleMania thirteen with it actually say, having the number thirteen.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um yeah, like that's uh I'm with you on that. You know, like I, I, I really enjoyed that yep. whole um, Roman numeral system that they had going on, mm-hmm. and they kind of mixed it and matched it up a little bit. Like, uh, let's see here, fifteen, the WrestleMania logo for fifteen was XV. Yep. Right, and then the next one was WrestleMania two thousand. Two thousand, yep. So for the year two thousand, and then they went X seven, and then X eight. Yep. Right? And then after that, 19 was XIX. So and then the next one 20 <laughs> XX, yeah. right. So it's, it's it's weird how they have been jumping back and forth and I never, never really noticed too too much on that until you know this the you know the newer WrestleManias that have been coming out, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, like taking a look over the last uh, one, two, three, four, four years. Uh so 31, 32, 33 and 34 have all just been WrestleMania. Yep. And not any type of number or anything like that to them. That that stopped. Mm-hmm. We're looking at WrestleMania 30. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, we kind of went off a little bit there on a uh, totally different you
2: No, know, it's always interesting to look back. We normally
3: on. would, but yeah, yeah that's that's something interesting that I had to look up. That's uh Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, and of course, you know, whenever WrestleMania season rolls around, you know, with us being Canadian wrestling fans, there's always just a little glimmer of hope, you know, that eh, maybe maybe they'll come back to Canada, you know, but uh, as, as our uh, our colleague Jargo over at the Hitting the Marks uh, kind of told me, uh, I was messaging him when that announcement was kind of happening, he's like, dude, he's like, they don't want to go up to Canada in April, it's still too cold up there, and I was like, you know, I get it, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it, soon, hopefully, please... WrestleMania back in Canada, uh, yeah. I, I would dig it.
3: Yeah, I would too. Yeah,
2: but you know who's not going to be at WrestleMania this year, to the best of my knowledge, is Mister Jim Ross, because from what I can see, it is official he has left the WWE for AEW.
3: Well, that's speculation at this point. Um, from what you know, it? that yeah. he has left the WWE. Oh we know that he has gone on record several times now defending his leaving of the WWE saying Mm -hmm. it was a mutual thing. I feel that I have done all that I can there and it's time for me to move on to other things. And that's all that he has said. Mm -hmm. He hasn't speculated on going to, you know, new Japan again. He hasn't speculated on going to all elite. He hasn't speculated on going to anywhere This is just all the dirt sheets coming out saying, oh, he's going to AEW. Uh, Well, until it comes from his lips and his mouth, he has said Mm -hmm. he just wants to move on to other things.
2: I'm sure knowing JR that he likely hasn't burnt that bridge with WWE. I think that, you know, just given his history and experience and everything that he's done there, you know, I'm sure that, you know, he managed to leave in a way. To where, you know, that bridge isn't burnt and you'll always be walking back, you know, depending on what the scenario is.
3: Yeah, several different interviews that he has done since this uh, announcement of him leaving, he has said in there that it was amicable. Mm-hmm. There's no bad blood. Yep. There's nothing wrong. He's still, you know, in in good with the WWE. Everybody's blowing this up to be yep. more than it actually is. Jim yep. Ross just... What was he doing in the WWE? Every once in a while, calling a match. Yep. What was was his entire life? His entire life has been wrestling and calling wrestling matches. So I'm sure he wants to go somewhere and call wrestling matches. The man has been dealing with medical issues for a number of years now. He knows that his lifespan has been shortened greatly because of it. He wants to go out there and do what he loves. And if he's... You know, contracted with the WWE and just sitting there week after week after week after week doing absolutely nothing,
1: yeah.
3: I would be unhappy as well. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me go. Let me go somewhere where I can do what I what I love and what I want to do. But I'm open for you if you ever need me for a big show or whatever, right? And I think that that's, that's all that this is. That's it.
2: Yeah, well, JR is always going to be one of those guys that just has a just a pure passion for the business in whatever capacity he uh, is needed. You know, he's one of those guys that just you can always count on a good old JR.
3: And it's no matter where. It's not just w- within the WWE. Absolutely. If New Japan were to call him today and say, "Dude, we want you to do, to do uh, Wrestle Kingdom. We want you to call Wrestle Kingdom,"
1: mm-hmm.
3: his words would be, "Sure, I'll be there." Right. If AEW says, We want you to come and call some matches, sure, I'll be there. If Jericho says, I want you to come onto the Jericho's and call some matches, sure, I'll be there. That's like you said, good old JR. That's he's a consummate professional in everything that he absolutely does. So I think you know anybody that asks him to do something, he'll be there.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, something different that's going to be happening is something that I that, um, looked into a little bit here. It's something called Watch Along. Have you heard about this, Carl? I have not. Uh, from what I could see, it looks like it's going to be something that's streaming, uh, whether it be on YouTube or, or social media. From what I'm seeing, and it's going to be during the pay per views, and essentially going to be we're going to be sitting down and watching reactions i guess of the some of the superstars that maybe aren't competing during the show that basically it's um like a, watching a live reaction with some of these people uh, okay. I, I don't know if i'm necessarily a fan of this idea
3: well just to give everybody a little bit of context we're, we're actually recording this before fast lane yeah happens so if this does happen mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. I mean, it's it definitely is something that's uh, a little bit different from the norm of what the WWE does. Mm-hmm. But given the state of you know people on YouTube, reaction videos are one of the highest watched videos that's out true. there on YouTube right now. Mm-hmm. So this, I, I think, this is just a testing of the market and, and probably just a little bit of a. Let's see how well this does. Yeah. And if they're doing it live, why not? Yeah. I mean, this is a, a pretty cool idea, I think. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. Do I think that they should be doing it while the show is going on? No. Yeah. They should be recording it, filming it, and then put it out there right after.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? Like, that's, that's going to be your the The best way to do it, because right now what you're doing is you're you're kind of flip-flopping between, and you're gonna have the fans doing the same thing. They're gonna be watching the show, but then watching, you know, over over on on the reactions, and it's it's gonna be a little bit more difficult, and fans are probably gonna get pissed off because of it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a good thing, yeah. but having it during the pay-per-view I think is a bad thing.
2: It could just be a test for maybe a future network show, you know, and we'll see if they decide to go. They just recently, I don't know if you had a chance to watch it, but they did a thing with the Anderson and Gallows, uh, the botch club, you know, and they did one episode of that. I, I thought it was pretty good, you know, and then they just, they, they, they killed it right away. So, uh, you know, it could be just one of the things that they, they test and... Uh, You know, I haven't seen a whole lot promoting this watch along thing. So it could just be an experiment that it's like, well, let's do this thing and let's just see if it sticks or not.
3: Yeah, well, time will tell. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens uh, on the next episode of Turnbuckle Talk when (laughs) this has already happened and we can speak a little bit more to it. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting.
2: Another uh, cool thing that's happened here, at least I think so, being a fan of this man uh, throughout the years, uh, former Turnbuckle Talk uh, guest Jeff Jarrett is uh, joining the writing team for WWE. This this is pretty cool, I think.
3: Yeah, I mean, Jeff Jarrett has been hired by the WWE um, only a few short months ago, and he was actually a road agent Mm -hmm. uh, to begin with. And quickly... Uh, rose to the ranks, I guess you could say, yep. and is now writing for the WWE. Uh, this, this, this is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, coming off the news that we had on the last show, right, where we got Bruce Pritchard, um, you yep. know, right. So I mean, co- coming off of the heels of that, and now you know Jeff Jarrett coming in there, so we've got you know new creative, new writing, stuff like this. I think uh, this is either. One, they're trying to make the product better, Mm -hmm. or two, they are trying to appease the Fox network Mm. and make things a little bit more edgier, and who better to do stuff like that than guys who lived through that edgier era, Yeah. right?
2: For sure, But I think what will be really telling with this too is if he's coming in to be added on to the writing team, or is he coming to replace some? Because as we know, the uh, the number of writers has ballooned uh, over the last while with WWE, and I think if he is just being added on on top of everybody else, you know, it, we could have some mixed results there. I think if he's being brought in to replace um, a number of people, then I think it has some potential.
3: Yeah, and that information I don't have. I don't know if yeah. he's coming in to replace or if he's coming in on top of. To, I don't know if he's coming in as just a, a bottom writer or if he's yeah. coming in as head writer or if he's coming in as overseer of the writers. I don't know. All I know is that he's coming into the writing team for the WWE. Yeah.
2: Well, before we get to one non-WWE topic, before we go to our Showstopper segment, one thing that I want to bring up, I don't think I've really had a chance to talk to you about. We've kind of hinted at it here. What is WWE doing with Lacey Evans? She is, has literally done this. Music comes on, walking down the ramp and then back up. She's done this several, several times now. What do you think that is going on with this thing? Is this going anywhere at this point? I
3: Definitely, I think it is. I think it's uh, just a matter of they went to bring her up, and uh, she she may have gotten injured. That's true. Um, so they kind of they brought her out, the you know, and then she went, you know, back to NXT or did a house show or something, got injured, and mm-hmm. now they can't use her in the ring, but have to continue to use her somehow and keep her relevant because they already showed her. Yeah. Right. So I mean. I know it's got this whole like Emelina vibe. It to really it, does and stuff going <laughs> on, but I think that there's actual purpose behind it. What that purpose is. I mean, I don't know. We're going to have to wait and see, mm-hmm. but I think definitely there is an actual purpose behind it. It's not just stupidity.
2: It's definitely a slow burn going into this thing. And I mean, uh, at the very least, you know, it has us talking about it. So I'll, I figure that's a good thing. At the end of the day, for the time being, uh, I just hope that it leads to something to where there, there's some kind of legit payoff that feels worth it all at the end.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that there definitely will be. It's not going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be another Emily. thing. I don't. I don't feel that it will be.
2: Yeah. Well, let's hope not. Well, as of the day that we're recording this here, Carl, uh, basically, well, no, it's uh, going to be a little bit uh, shorter than a month we're going to have the Madison square garden show with new Japan wrestling and ring of honor. And Jay white, of course is the current IWGP champion going into the show. Do you think that he comes out of that show as still the champion or is the winner of the new Japan cup going to be the new champion?
3: Uh, no, 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 Jay white's coming out with the belt. They're high on Jay white right now. Yeah. Um, it just became the leader of the Bullet Club. They're trying to make, you know, subtle little changes with the Bullet Club. Uh, and they're they're still touting them as, you know, the uh, the most dominant faction in the world of professional wrestling. So to keep that status quo, you're going to have to keep the belt on Jay White
1: mm-hmm. going
3: forward for at least the next six months until you can get this entire... Uh, bullet club underneath the new management really uh, solidified with the crowds and make it so. I mean, I don't see him leaving.
2: I think it's definitely, you know, I'm not necessarily uh, totally sold on the idea, but I think, uh, to make it feel more legitimate, and everything going forward, I think you need to keep it on them and not uh, be changing it too often and start getting into WWE territory. So I would definitely agree with you that um, you know at the very least, I'm I'm gonna be curious to see who limping is opponent because the New Japan Cups were really interesting this time around. And even uh, a friend uh, a friend of ours, Chase Owens, winning his first round matchup uh, of that too. I thought that was really cool and it was a great match too. If you have if you get a chance to watch it.
3: Yeah, him versus Juice was just oh, Juice Robinson. God. I mean, it was just amazing, yeah. and I'm so happy that he's made it through to the to the to the next round. And, I mean, could could we see Chase Owens go all the way and mm-hmm. have a you know Bullet Club member versus Bullet Club member uh, in Madison Square Garden?
2: Yeah,
3: that would be interesting.
2: That'd be very very interesting, and um, you know that uh, the whole tension in there with the Bullet Club, they could uh, capitalize on that again. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. You know, we mentioned before this Madison Square Garden show, you know, with uh, the things happening with AEW, it was maybe looking a little bit dire, but I, I'm still pretty excited. I think that that's going to be still an important show, you know, uh, during our modern day here to see, you know, not only with the attendance numbers, how many people are going to end up watching this and just what happens coming out of it. Uh, it's going to be an important show.
3: Definitely it is. I mean, any of these big shows that these companies do, whether it's, You know, New Japan, whether it's all elites, whether, you know, it doesn't matter what company it is that's coming out here and doing big shows. And especially if they're branching out from, you know, overseas or over in Europe, um, over in Asia, you know, over in in those those areas and coming over to the United States. um, There's a huge demand for this stuff over Mm -hmm. here. So. I think numbers are going to be just fine and any big show that they do is always going to be a pivotal show within the world of professional wrestling so it'll just be a matter of time before it's I guess quote unquote mainstream mm-hmm. uh within North America to see New
2: Japan Pro all the time. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be very cool. There's so many great alternatives out there if uh, WWE's got you feeling down. All right, Carl, let's take a brief break and we are going to come back with. We're going to elaborate a bit more on a, uh, on a topic we had previously for our showstopper segment uh, dealing with a, a certain superstar and some social media hijinks here. So we'll be right back.
0: The seven second dance break. what's up peeps freaks and geeks this is jargo this is the rbv rick vickery we're from the hitting the marks pro wrestling podcast right here on the roar network and you're listening to our favorite canadians joe and carl on turnbuckle talk i I can't believe we just put over canada yeah it's just for joe and carl man nobody will ever hear this
2: all right guys big joe and carl Carafello back here on turnbuckle talk
3: yes we are guys we are back with our show stopper segment for this week and man is it a doozy
2: no kidding um this is rough Carl um as I've mentioned on this program several times you know I'm of the mindset you know I I enjoy the old school approach to the professional wrestling business so you know to to be fair you know, I, I do like a lot of the newer school stuff and, and you know, some of the, the aggressive type matches, you know, the dot-dot-dive matches and all that kind of stuff. Fine. But this recent stuff happening with Ronda Rousey, to me, has not only crossed that line, but it has just bleeped all over this line.
3: To give everybody a little bit of a context, if you have not seen it as of yet, it's floating around there. It is still on YouTube. There is a video um, doing a little bit of a chronicle, I guess, with Ronda Rousey, doing mm-hmm. a little follow along with her, and not done by the WWE or any anything like that. It was done by a different news source. Yep. Um, she's being interviewed during the entire thing, and at one point, she's um, in, in a backstage or area, whatever. She's sitting on a couch. Somebody's doing her makeup and her hair yep. and asking her different questions about uh, Becky Lynch and about Charlotte Flair and and you know different stuff like that and um, Ronda Rousey decides to totally go off on uh, Becky Lynch the WWE and the WWE universe in um, using the the uh, the f bomb
1: mm-hmm.
3: several times throughout this video um, talking about. And we're going to break a little bit of kayfabe right now because yep. it's already thrown out there. But Rebecca Quinn
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, is the real name of Becky Lynch. And Ronda Rousey puts out there, you know, Rebecca, she says, Becky Lynch. I'm not even going to call her that. I'm going to call her Rebecca Quinn. Talk smack. And I'm, I'm ad-libbing different words here.
2: Yeah, we, we have I'm to. The
3: words. I'm <laughs> yeah. um, talking smack about my husband. I'm going to go out there and mess her up. And that's exactly what I did. And then, you know, they kind of in the video they, they they go to a little clip of you know mm-hmm. uh, an incident that happened, whatever. And then it comes back, and and um, Ronda Rousey is like f them, and the entire WWE universe, and none of those women can uh, stand up and hold anything to me, um, and I'm done.
1: Yeah. You
3: know, it, it, with with a lot of expletives. Uh, uh, inside there which just wow wow i yeah i mean you know what who big joe you tell me who was ronda rousey's favorite growing up you guys share something in common
2: yeah Rowdy, rowdy 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 Roddy piper i can't even say his name right this has me bothered so much carl and even roddy wouldn't cross this line
3: that's exactly my point. Right. There is no way that the one that uh, uh, Ronda Rousey is idolizing, her mm-hmm. idol, the one that she is emulating herself after, wouldn't even go this far across this line. Yep. And you know who the probably one of the biggest heels of all time was?
2: Mm-hmm. Her idol. Yeah.
3: Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yep. And he never had to stoop to those levels. <clears throat> and it's it's very unfortunate to see that, you know, this this kind of BS is happening.
2: You know, one thing that I'm seeing too, uh, some people out here to to try and justify this whole thing is you know, some people are saying, "Oh, uh, Fox wants them to be edgier going into to the Fox deal here." That uh, this is all part of, This is WWE being edgy. No, this is Ronda being an ass.
3: Yeah, I, I, right. I would I would have to agree. I mean.
2: There, there's a difference between being a heel and just crapping all over the business that, that we love talking about. We love watching. We have respected from the moment that we have watched it, this just disrespects it. And it, it ruins all the traditions uh, up, up to this point, you know, even, even punk with it, with his pipe bomb and breaking the fourth wall that even he didn't cross that line with that.
3: You're right. He didn't. Um, if, if if you do get a chance to watch mm-hmm. the, it's like a twelve minute video. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey says right in there, "I came into this to crap all over what the what these people love." And I mean, it's at this point,
2: yep.
3: Vince and and Paul and Stephanie, they all need to sit down and yeah. go. Yeah, we don't need the money that she's bringing in. No, we need to just cut her and get her gone because now she's she's not just disrespecting the business, but she's disrespecting the the name of McMahon Mm -hmm. and the company that they have built from pretty much nothing. Vince McMahon Jr. took the very first WrestleMania, ran with it, and has built an empire. And to have one person come in and now crap all over that. And you're just going to continue to let her stay on the show and continue to run down what Mm -hmm. you have built. Let her go somewhere else. Let her go into the Indies and crap all over it there. But I can guarantee you that there are some tough women out there in the Indies who will just shoot all over Ronda Rousey. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, Charlotte Flair put out there in a post on Twitter what happened in your last two matches in the UFC Ronda? You were laid out
1: mm-hmm.
3: and crying in the middle of the octagon like a little baby. So it's going to come back down to that at yeah. some point. There is going to be one woman who is tougher than Ronda Rousey and is going to shoot on her for what she is doing to the business of professional wrestling right now. Yeah. And she's going to tuck her tail between her legs and cry like a little baby and leave.
2: A couple more, more things on this for me because you and I could probably talk about this issue for, for hours upon hours, because a couple things here. <clears throat> Another defense that I'm seeing for this is, Oh, this is kayfabe. This is part of the storyline that this is, this is what they want to actually do. Regardless of whether it's kayfabe or not, it's still wrong. You're, you're you're peeling too back too much of the curtain. You're you're crossing the line with the language. You're you're just you're doing too much to try and get over as the as the bad guy. They they they, they, they literally went from you know being fifty fifty with their heels now to now they just they've gone off the deep end on the complete other end of the spectrum. Regardless of whether it's kayfabe or not.
3: I mean, those that are that are thinking that <laughs> it's kayfabe, I mean. I, I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to the world of professional wrestling, yeah. and this is not kayfabe.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: She's gone right out there and said, oh, everybody's telling me don't break kayfabe. F kayfabe, she says.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, somebody who's who, who's trying to save kayfabe yeah. and save face is not going out there saying, F kayfabe.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, that's that's just... No, I, I yeah. mean, that defense, I don't think that, that, that it really holds a candle to anything, because... No. This isn't kayfabe, you're breaking every single rule that there is, and especially for a company that right now is still a PG company. Yep, and then you have this person here who is your raw women's champion Mm -hmm. saying stuff like this about the company that she's the champion of, Mm -hmm. and it's out there in the public. Yeah. It's out there on Twitter. It's out there on on Facebook, on YouTube, on it's, it's everywhere in social media right now. Yep. This is bad publicity if you ask me.
2: On, on a recent episode and I would definitely agree with them uh, Rick and Jargo run hitting the marks had mentioned that uh, going into into WrestleMania now that from what we've seen of what's been confirmed so far, which is really not all that much, it's, it's almost starting to feel like it's just one big pre-show that's going to happen. That's how it kind of feels. And then now, now that this is happening, if Ronda actually does have a match at WrestleMania, I'm at the point where I am going to turn WrestleMania off during her match, and I will come back when it is finished. And I will watch the rest of the show. If it's the main event, I'm piecing out before that match starts.
3: Yeah, and there's there's talks of that 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 she is probably yep. going to be in the main event. She is going to be that yep. one of the first women to main event.
2: Yeah, um, I'm boycotting that match. I am not watching it, Carl. I, I could care less you know, the result. Mean, of, I could care less the result of it. If it was, if she doesn't get involved and somebody gets in there, fine, I will watch. But just for her disrespecting the business that she like like she has, I I'm done with it. I'm not watching it.
3: I think that sentiment is shared by a lot of people, and not just yourself. Um, I want to I, I want to kind of go a little bit. Uh, I don't I don't want to say off script with this because we really don't script anything. But, no. Um, this whole <clears throat> matchup coming up at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. This whole uh, Ronda Rousey, um, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. Uh, if you guys follow us on social media, you, you will have seen um, on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. We're at TB Talk Pod. Yep. Um, I put a post up there that shows a, a number of different women. Okay? So, I mean, we're looking at um, Alexa Bliss, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon, uh, Liv Morgan. Uh, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Nikki James, Natalia. Okay, they're all names that are on the Raw roster. Yep. But yet we're giving this Raw Women's Championship match to Becky or Charlotte, who are both SmackDown superstars. Mm-hmm. That alone. Just that, not even anything that that, that uh, Ronda Rousey has said or done. Yeah. For that fact alone, I don't even care.
2: Yeah, I mean... You have
3: yeah. all these women that are available to you on the Raw roster. SmackDown has their own women's championship belt. Mm-hmm. They need to be over... If they're a SmackDown star, you need to be over there. Yeah. You need to be working for that title. Yeah. Not
2: this. Even off on of a little tangent too, you know, I actually briefly I actually had this on the on the docket originally. You know, the, the, the tag team division was just still in shambles. You know, they 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 brought over, you know, Ricochet and Alistair Black, you know, to have a match with uh with, with the champions of revival. And what did they do? They, they buried the revival that your tag team champions, I, I get it, you want your, your guys to come in and showcase, but not at the expense of your tag team champions. You know, just some of the decisions, it, it's, it's, things got cool for, for a little bit, and it's like you know, we're, we're stepping backwards again with stupid, stupid decisions and ideas and storylines getting through. Oh, it's a mess.
3: Yeah, and and, I mean, how I feel about (sighs) this right now, whether it's with the Raw Women's Championship, whether it's with the Tag Team Championships, no matter what, it seems like the championships don't even matter. Nope. There is no prestige, nothing in holding any of these championship belts anymore. Why even have them? Yeah. You just went through and made brand new women's Tag Team Championship belts. Awesome. Awesome. I love the idea. Yeah. But there needs to be a little bit of prestige put onto those belts as well as your current championships and the champions that are holding those as well.
2: And, yeah, and you listed it off. I mean, the list of talent. I mean, we've never had this talented of a group and deep of a talent pool in a women's division. Like you mentioned, Sarah Logan, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, um, you know, Dana Brooke, Mickey James, Ruby Riot. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And yet, we're we're having to to recycle things and, and just and re, just using those three people. Like I would rather you know, with other than Ronda, any one of these girls would make a great substitute. Just, oh, it's it's it's, it's frustrating this whole situation. You know, and dude, they they better they better uh, get their stuff together and make WrestleMania something special because right now it is awful, just awful.
3: Well, I mean, in 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 the respect of, of the women's uh, division, <sighs> yeah, right now it's awful. Um, I mean, everything else going forward seems to be you know kind of moving yeah. its way along, okay. I mean, yeah. SmackDown, we just had you know Samoa Joe was it right? Yeah, he came in and he uh, he beat our uh, truth and he. Yeah. You know, is the new US champion. Awesome. Yeah. We gave R Truth a championship for a little while again. Beautiful. I love it. I love R Truth. The mm-hmm. guy's amazing. Um, but now we've got Samoa Joe who just yeah. came back and he's the United States champion. We got something to build off of now to make things good again yeah. in the world of professional wrestling within the WWE.
2: The yeah. the only issue is that right now I'll make a I'll make a um this is my idea here. Basically it's like right now we have like a big basket of apples sitting there and all the other apples are doing just fine. And there's that one rotten apple right in the middle, just run, just sitting there, just wasting away, threatening to ruin all the good apples sitting there. We need to get that rotten one out of here with this whole Rhonda situation get it out of there. Because if we don't, it's going to start spilling over to everything else too. At some point, get it out of there.
3: So should should they change the monikers and everything, and and now you know call it uh, Rotten Apple Ronda Rousey? Oh, Jesus, man. Is, is is that kind of where we're going <laughs> with this? It's,
2: it's, I, I, I'm am I'm putting that as nicely and as PG as I can. I could call it something way worse, way worse. But you know, we we we, we keep things classy here on Turbuckle Talk. You know, we we come close in this in the Showstopper segment, but you know, talking about something so awful, just it, it's it, we're at this point now we're. They need to be careful because it's it's on the verge of, of just being something really really bad, and it's going to infect everything else if we're not careful.
3: Yeah, it definitely will. You're right.
2: Okay, Carl, that wraps up for the showstopper. Something that, like you mentioned, that was a doozy this week. That was um, this is a big deal, and I I hope that this they tread carefully. And you know, we had mentioned before, you know, we WWE, you know, they do all this charity and all this other sort of kind of stuff. You can't do that and then do the stuff that's happening with Ron and stuff and still expect everything to be just hunky-dory.
3: That's right. Definitely not. Now, us as Canadians, we always try to give the most – best and positive things that we possibly can. Now, yes. coming off of this incredibly downer of, of a, uh, <laughs> a showstopper yes. segment and, and a really riveting and wild-op segment that we had here this week, I want to come to two different things of some good news. Mm-hmm. First, I want to mention our friend Kim Artlip and Ignite Wrestling. They are going through, and if you go to their website, they now will have – a quarterly magazine publication that they are putting out there that's on top of like the trading cards and all mm-hmm. the other merchandise that they have. Kim is doing an amazing job over there uh, with ignite wrestling and really making it a huge promotion. And now quarterly magazine that's going to be available in print and digital copy. Yep. You can go over to ignite wrestling.com and there you can find everything ignite wrestling in it from our friend kim as well as now you should be able to go on there and order the quarterly magazine one other amazing thing that's happening is actually going to be happening tonight mm-hmm. uh we're recording this you know uh, a few days before this has come out. But big Joe, this is news that you need to break to everybody. What are you going to be doing tonight?
2: Tonight? I'm going to be checking out some local wrestling in the form of magnificent championship wrestling. Some great wrestling happening right here. Local for me. I am going to be ringside with our friend uh, Trevor, a uh, f- uh, fan and uh, friend of the show. And we're going to get to see some really cool talent. We're going to get to see Angelina Love and, and apparently some other Impact wrestling stars as well. And, of course, uh, all the usual talent there. Some great wrestling happening local. I am going to be there, and it's going to be a good time.
3: And just so that everybody knows, I mean, um, MCW, they, they are actually going to be having Angelina Love yep. working. She's going to be in a next tag team match. And, I mean, one of the other names in there, uh, a big notable name within uh, the wrestling community in Canada especially, we're talking Rip Impact. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Angelina Love is going to be going up against Rip Impact, but... I mean, Rip Impact, again, is a guy that has traveled through and worked in uh, Sault Ste. Marie before, Mm -hmm. and I've been on shows that that he has worked, and uh, the guy is amazing at what he does. So to see him working for different companies still is just amazing. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, Big Joe will have some really good news on, you know, maybe hopefully having a photo taken with Angelina Love if possible uh, that we can post onto our social media uh, as well, giving us news on any other impact wrestling superstars that might be there on the show.
2: Absolutely. I'll be there with camera ready to capture some of those moments. I can't do video there, unfortunately, but I will definitely be taking lots of pictures and share them with you guys. Awesome. All right, Carl. It's uh, about time to wrap up this episode, but let's make sure and talk about our sponsors.
3: Yeah, our sponsors. As you guys heard at the very beginning as well, we have two sponsors. We have HypeCityVapers.com. If you are a vapor like myself, go there and get some amazing quality e-juice for your vape at HypeCityVapers.com. Use promo code JKPODCAST and get 15% off the entire order. And we do not want to forget about our friends over at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. We are proud to be the first Collar & Elbow brand-sponsored podcast. As always, I am currently wearing the Collar & Elbow hat. Make sure you go over there. Check out the amazing merchandise that they have from T-shirts, sweaters, hats, sweatshorts, um, pants. Like They got a little bit of everything over there now want to make sure that you go and check them out and use our promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout and you're going to get 10% off your entire order.
2: And of course, to listen to the podcast, you can find us on our original home at podbean.com as well as Google Play iTunes, and all those other podcatchers out there. And of course, powered by the gorilla and proud part of the war network. And as of last week, we, of course, we are now presented by the hitting the marks Pressing podcast. If you missed last week's episode, go and check that out. The segment that we had talking about undertaker and joy Ryan with Rick and Jargo, probably one of our most well-received bits that we've ever done there. We really enjoyed that. And it's great to be over on that platform with everybody over there as well.
3: Definitely is. And to keep up to date with everything Turnbuckle Talk, make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We can be found by searching at TB Talk Pod. That's like Turnbuckle Talk, but shortened down TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: All right, Carl, that's another episode of The Can, and we will see you guys on the next one. See you real soon.
1: Hey, this is Kim Arliff from Ignite Wrestling, and you're listening to Joe and Carl on Turnbuckle Talk.